enemy of my enemy is my enemy. This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. I'm Cody Lunsford, and I am joined, as always, by... I'm Mark Wallington, and I like working with you. I like working with you, too. I'm Chad Oliver. So, on Best Pictures, we find the best movies of any particular year, according to each one of our three hosts. We also talk about Oscars and what the Academy picks and whether any of our movies are Oscar contenders or maybe they should have been. Today, we are talking about a movie that got some attention. The 2011 feel-bad movie of the Christmas season, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. But before that, let's talk about what we saw at the Megaplex Chad. Talk oh. about a feel bad movie. Um, well, I saw a feel weird movie at the Megaplex uh, last yeah. night. It's called Malignant. It's James Wan's most recent horror um, outing. Uh, you'll know James Wan from Saw, The Conjuring, Furious Aquaman, Seven. Furious Seven. And in ways like his action uh there's like one scene in particular where his action history like really like pays off in a fun mm-hmm. way um the fight choreography in the police station is a lot of fun um please so, please do not spoil i'm watching it there is a fight scene in a police yeah station hey don't spo- don't spoil it for uh mark yet he, he's been very busy he gets a girlfriend and thinks he can have excuses for mm. not going to the movies oh uh, i was too busy i was too busy kissing i was too busy hands. smooching mm. i can't i can't go to the movies the famous date spot what, right. are, you what are you talking about, about mark what are you, what are you, what are you talking about talking mark, about mark what are you huh? talking about mark what are you talking about dude um yeah me and courtney are gonna go see it tomorrow so malignant um it has uh-huh. some like in it i i don't know how to talk about malignant without talking about the thing and malignant right i i think you want to just headphones off no, nah, it's not. Nah. I, I, I think as I was watching Malignant, I was like, about halfway through, I was like, or maybe a little more than halfway, I was like, ah, right. That's why it's named this. Because yes. the whole time I was like, I don't really know why. Is oh, it about see, for me, cancer? For me, it was the title sequence. Not quite. As soon as like there was that line that led you into the title sequence, and then you saw all this imagery, I was like, oh, yeah. It's about why. this thing. Yeah. But it, it's it's very spooky. It it plays with some practical mm-hmm. effects in a lot of ways that like horror movies haven't recently. Um, I guess some yeah. have invisible man sort of does. Um, I don't know. It's just a real balls to the it, wall, wild horror movie. It, it's great. It felt like a B movie made at like a multi-million dollar level. Uh, yeah, that's a movie totally I what it is. Don't see get yeah. released to this level ever anymore i'm sure they're, a, still, they're still getting made but they're like getting made very cheaply and very poorly and so this and is not like this wide the good version yeah. of that um yeah. it's weird it's not like the best movie i've seen this year not the best horror no. movie i've seen this year um old but it is good yeah i liked yeah. it. it it's a <laughs> It's a fun time at the Cinef. The, it's the feel weird movie of the year. Um, I, I felt very weird. Yeah, it's good. Hey, Mark. Huh? I'm not going to let you talk yet because we're going to spend 25 okay, fucking minutes talking about this one. So I'll tell you what I saw. I'll do a quick double feature. Uh, I saw the card counter. Um, Paul Schrader's movie about... Um, sort of about um 
people associated with Abu Ghraib, um, as well as people who count cards. Um, it's fun. It's not fun. That's not the right word. It, it's it's really good. It's it's weird. Um, Oscar Isaac, Tiffany Haddish, Ty Sheridan, Willem Dafoe are really good in it. It's a very specific. This this means nothing. It's a very specific movie, but it just is. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. It uh, you know it's just doing its own thing, and I and I was pretty on board for it. Um, it's. Cool. It, I'm a fan of Paul Schrader. I'm, yeah. I want to see anything he's working on. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing this. It's For some a- reason, I thought it was on HBO Max, but it's not. No. So I have to go to the theater to see it. I, I yeah. get to go to the cinema get to, go. to see this. It's it's um it, it's really just about like somebody who has done really bad things and them trying to atone for it, hmm. um, which is just good. So he asked the question: Can God forgive us? Not really. Um, so speaking of 9-11 adjacent movies, what? this one's kind of about Abu Ghraib, which is about, you know, okay. what no, we did but, to Yeah. But, okay, I, I understand yours, but like, right. how is Shang-Chi 9-11 related? No, I'm talking about two movies. I'm doing oh. a quick thing. <laughs> My bad. Oh. Yes. Cody, you watch too much movie. We nope, need, I watch a normal we need Cody, a we get it. All you do is watch movies. We uh-huh. like okay, you got married. Oh, I can't come. I'm too busy watching movies. I like watching the pictures move and hearing the the audio and the music. Yeah, I I'm, do. I'm trying to do the inverse of what we did to Mark earlier, but it's just yeah, not it's, as, it's not as fun to make fun of you fun. for liking movies. <laughs> yeah. no. So I saw Worth, which is about um Michael Keaton is your main guy, and uh, you've also got Amy Ryan and the Tooch. Um, and Michael Keaton is basically playing a lawyer who is tasked with kind of like the impossible task of assigning a numerical value to the lives lost during 9-11 so that their families will be, um, what, what's the word? Um, I want to say reimbursed, compensated. I was about to say reimbursed and I was like, that's not it. Compensated, um, through the, um, 9-11 victims fund fund. Um, and it's like a downer. It's a bit of a downer. Um, but it's also like a bit of a procedural, um, it is directed by the woman who directed the kindergarten teacher, which, if you guys remember, oh, was a movie that we were all pretty warm on. That was on. a feel weird movie as well. Yep. Um, and it's very, it's very much a process movie. It's very spotlight esque in that way, yeah. where it's just like people are doing like a hard task, and like you know, Stanley Tucci plays somebody whose wife died in the towers, and he is kind of the opposing force. Um, Lauren Bernardi, I believe is how you say her name, the very famous Broadway actress, um, plays a wife of someone who was in the towers who also is, um, in order for it to work, the argument is the airlines are saying 80% of people have to take this deal or if they sue the airlines, it basically would cause a giant recession. So it, it starts from this weird place of like, it's sort of quote unquote, protecting the economy and the airlines. Hmm. Oh, so they're paying them off so they don't sue the airlines. Right, so they accept this and then they wouldn't sue the airlines. And so he, 
Michael Keaton is trying to convince everybody to do it and is like it's it's fascinating because it's like all these people like wouldn't have the money to go up against the airline and but they also know that they're not necessarily getting a fair deal either and that a lot of the rich people are still just getting richer because if you were a CEO, you were going to get more money than somebody who was a janitor, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's really, really fascinating. Um, and a true story. And it's really good. If it wasn't on Netflix, I think it would be having Oscar conversations, but it's fully going to get buried. Uh, so yeah. I didn't it know it was on Netflix. It yeah. It's, cool. it's, it's really good. It's a, it's a, picky as is uh card two pickies well speaking malignant of- is good but not a picky right okay interesting well maybe i won't see it tomorrow um <laughs> no go see it idiot i already have tickets um speaking of absolute downers that are no fun to watch in the theaters uh shang chi um that, that that's a joke it's a very good very movie. fun movie yes i have been talking about this with cody and i'm gonna go ahead and say it in an official setting okay i think it I, see i said it and then i said uh, i think which is not no. a, a strong statement i'm gonna say it as make a, a declarative statement. sentence okay. shang chi uh-huh the legend of the ten rings uh-huh and the but oh let me start over <laughs> shang chi uh-huh. and uh-huh. the legend of the yeah. ten rings okay uh-huh. as of september 14th 2021 that's september 13th but that's fine (laughs) damn it (laughs) uh is my favorite mcu movie wow like wow full stop full stop period i've only seen it once but i i genuinely think i have no notes it's the first time i've like felt this strongly in a long time i mean avengers endgame Something like I can't really recapture that. Ma- Avengers Infinity right. War. Yeah. You can't really reca- recapture that magic of like seeing all the culmination. But if you're right. just like going to say, hey, let's throw on one Marvel movie or like That's an excellent one, point. one singular movie, mm-hmm. I think this is the best one and my favorite one. It's so fun. The fight choreography and stunts is better than it's ever been in Marvel Studios. Um, and then when they do lean on CGI, it's all executed incredibly. Uh, okay, spoilers for Shang Chi. It's been out for a while. If you're a yeah. Marvel person, you've already seen. It. There's a there's there's a freaking dragon, guys. Two of them. And it looks two good. of there's, them. No, one's a dragon. One's a water dragon. One is a demon monster that's thing. True. That's also the, kind of a it's dragon. a big soul sucker. Yeah. Uh, and the soul suckers also look very good. You've got these freaking guard lions that look incredible like based on like chinese like design and you got freaking um, volpixes <laughs> they get some like nine tails in there nine tails um, uh you got a, these faceless winged morrises i don't know what you yeah. call those things other than morris one of one of them had a name morris is um, also very good though morris is so good and and ben kingsley is back as trevor uh and he's so good at this movie um but i truly am like i don't know if i can make as firm of a statement as chad can but i also fucking love this movie like i think it's so good i think it feeling more standalone 
than anything has in a mm-hmm. long time really benefits it. The whole time I'm watching yeah. it, I'm like, I don't know. Could we just have a fucking Shang-Chi franchise that's a movie every two years or so rather than like have to <laughs> right. wait five for Shang-Chi to, you know, like. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited <laughs> to see him show up in other things because like he's such a fun character. Like he feels very uh, everyman relatable in that way that like uh, Ant-Man kind of has a similar vibe where he's just like, they're both like working class guys. <laughs> Um, yeah i would say he uh, feels more like every man almost than any he just feels like a normal dude in a way that like none like likes to go to the bars with his friends and he likes karaoke and he you know lives in a shitty apartment and yeah he's also like an immigrant and that's a like fun story to like tell in the mcu it's yeah it's awesome it's like he, he has the neighborhood vibe more than spider-man does yeah Uh, that's what i was gonna say is that he like feels every man in a way that spider-man normally does yeah Yeah. and in spider-man homecoming he still has that feeling but because you know he's going to high school and he's still nervous about the day it's all the normal kid stuff it feels very but he feels like a teen whereas like yeah shang chi is he feels our age age. he feels very like young adult so oh yeah Yeah. he feels like our friends yes yeah yeah. like it's I think that's Gosh. why it's specifically the, so good. The final scene before the credits is probably the hardest I've laughed in a Marvel movie ever. Uh, Pretty funny. I'll just spoil it here because we're already in spoilers. Mm-hmm. But when they're just like recounting the epic battle to their friends. Yeah. yeah. So funny. Really I love that. Because it's just like, yeah, that's how you'd act if you just were a normal guy who got swept away on this adventure. You'd be you'd, telling everybody about it. You'd be it. telling everybody about it and you'd be like, telling it pretty casually and you'd be losing your mind. Oh, I love this movie, man. It's so but, but Mark, this oh. is technically your your movie based on this was the movie you saw this week. Yeah, I mean, we, we, just, we all we all saw it. I, but your I, thoughts. I respect the take that it is the best Mar- MCU movie. It is. That's a, a hot take, but not a unbelievable one. I just love the team up movies. So yeah, like, me too. I, I think I would like different this as like it's like a weird it's like it, it's yeah weird and unfair but it's like when you have an event an event like Endgame that's like the Super Bowl and then right. this is like ah oh, hell of a game I don't know it's just like a, a I think a better game than the Super Bowl but the Super Bowl is like the event I don't know <laughs> it's I mean uh, I I think that this is probably like the best or top two or three like solo movies yeah probably the best character introduction other than maybe mm-hmm. like iron man yeah um, honestly because everybody like, else gets introduced in other people's shit now and this is the first time in a mm-hmm. while it's been like here's a movie you've never seen this person before here we go i think that guardians is the other competition there but yeah, sure. guardians uh, is very good this is like probably one of the best solo movies. My in my top ten of Marvel movies, I think, mm-hmm. um, a a very good movie. Yeah, totally. I'm officially doing it on Letterbox. I'm moving it into the number one slot. I've been dragging my feet on this for a while. I didn't want to come in too hot, just 
as yeah. soon as I saw the movie, but it's happening. It's the best. It's the best MCU movie. It has grown on me. It's uh, it's my wife's favorite. She told me like it's it's her favorite one. She, she like she loves watching the Marvel stuff to a degree, but can get like a little exhausted with it. Mm-hmm. But she truly was like mouth agape and was like, oh my god, during like most of it. I mean, I think she probably would say Endgame is a little better, but it it is her favorite solo um far and away it's the only time i can think of in the mcu where there's not a single like fight or action sequence where i'm like yeah this one's kind of boring like every single one was incredible i love it love it it's i mean it's really good i i don't really have anything bad to say about it it's it's also good because it feels like every marvel movie now sort of feels like it has to be those team-up event movies that you were talking about, Mark. And this one isn't. It's a good reset of like, okay, let's like zoom back out or maybe back in. I don't really know how the analogy there works, but like, let's look at one character, one hero, kind of removed from everything. They like make references to the blip, but not Yeah, but it's like really like just tangential. It's just like shading. I mean, if a movie's main touch point to the MCU is Iron Man 3, it's probably a good movie. I agree with that take. Like, that's the thing. It's like, oh, wait, my other favorite uh, solo outing it has the character from that that I've always loved and people were, like, mad at the time about. Oh, good, great. I, I also love the fact that, like, I don't know how Marvel Studios predicted that we'd go through like a world shattering event around now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but like the fact that they live in a world where half the population disappeared and then reappeared and they Mm -hmm. just still have to like go to work and like if that means park cars you just you still have to like participate in this crap i i don't know it's it's fun any any chance we get to see like a glimpse into Here's what life was like and how it's continually like messing with these people's brains. It was a very quick like drop of ad mention, but like yeah. It's great. Can't wait till the next one. Yep. (laughs) Just fucking Spider-Man. Spider-Man No Way Home can go to hell. I just want (laughs) Shang-Chi too. Here's the thing. I like, I don't know, man. I like I'm not far away from that take fully i'll get excited again i guess when the second trailer comes out i'm just so worried right. about spider-man guys, guys we, we do not need to talk about spider-man you're no right, that, that's right, for our right. other podcast we need to talk about spider-man uh, <laughs> i want to change it to we need to talk about shang chi um yeah i'd rather talk about shang chi um What's what are we talking? What are we doing today, Cody? Well, we're talking about this girl that I know that like has uh-huh. this tattoo. What What's is it of? of? What is it of, Mark? It's like a lizard with wings. I think they call and, that a uh, dinosaur. Oh, a, a uh, no dinosaur was the other things in the tree. The tree of life that was last week. All oh, right, types. Uh, I'm at a loss of dragons. What was that? Oh, what was dragon. Before? That's what it is. Thank you, <laughs> Komoto. Were you gonna say Komoto dragon? No, a wyvern. Okay. W-Y-V-E-R-N. I've opened like a... Dragon Books. It's sure. the one that it's it's the one that is like it's it's like a snake with wings. Sure. Like so like the wow, you know what? We completely missed the dragon connection from Shang-Chi. It was right there. Yeah, you really could have just <laughs> run with that. Let me try it again. Uh speaking of dragons and movies with girls in them. Yeah. 
uh, girl with a dragon tattoo. Cool. Um, That's something. Mark, why'd you pick this movie? Um, because it kind of kicks ass. It and rules. Also, 2011 is not a great year for movies, mm. in my opinion. Look, I've been watching through the Best Picture nominees, and we'll some, get to this next week. Some fucking awful so shit. weak year. I like or just watch nominations. I just watched like the uh, Spielberg and Scorsese movies that were nominated and friends. Not their best uh, work. Not their best work. I don't know what was in the Which fucking Spielberg water movie? in 2011. Warhorse. Warhorse. Gotcha. It's not that. It's fine. Yeah. It, it, it's also the extremely loud and incredibly close year. A arguably. I mean, it's in the bottom five of movies ever nominated for best picture. Like. Pretty I have it in my opinion above Warhorse in my rankings right, right now, which seems like a hot take. I think I was just mad at Warhorse. Yeah, Look, I think you're an idiot. <laughs> I just would rather have watched Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Nope. This no, movie this rules. movie rules. We're, we're, <laughs> you're, you're not you're not gonna be able to get much slander for this for Super this movie. Eight. That was a good movie. This is better than Super 8. Wow. David Fincher is a good director. I think Crazy Stupid one. Love is better than this movie. I think Drive it is, is better not. than this movie. Well, I think Absolutely you're crazy not. and stupid, and I love you. <laughs> oh, thanks. I love you, too. Um, I, I, The movie rules. I also read it's this so book when I was in high school. I feel like this was probably one of like the first like adult detective books that I read. Yeah, it's um, a go-bo. And it's a good book. A go-bo, Weird thing Mark. about this book, this uh, the writer of this book turned in his three manuscripts for the, his and trilogy. Got and assassinated. Had a heart attack immediately. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't, it was a heart attack. It was a heart attack. Wink, wink. I don't wait, know anything about this assassination up. stuff. Is there a... Cons- I this is literally the first I've heard about this. What? what oh no, one hundred percent. He he was he was looking into the assassination of a important political figure and just happened to die, uh, pretty before finishing that. Was it JFK? No, 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 no. no he's Swedish. It, Swedish. it was somebody oh, okay. over there. Yeah, somebody, yeah. Um, okay. that's right. I, I forget that the world is more than just me. In America. I don't know. It's 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 one of those like alleged consp- conspiracy things, but he was yeah. like looking into things and then died suddenly. But um, at least he got to finish his trilogy. Yeah, and now yeah. people have written additional books. And then someone else uh, finished his uh, six book series. Yep. Guys, I was Googling 2011 movies and I'm just going to share a screen real quick because I saw something um this movie right here, The Dilemma. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it sucks. Okay. Sucks. What, what I have, I don't know what this is. I know movies. What is this about? So, um, well, there's Kevin James no, and Vince Vaughn, and they have this dilemma. Right. Uh, I, so, I get that from the poster. So, here's the trailer. Like, oh, yeah, that's Chad, all I got. Chad, you want to know something? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to tell you the entire plot of this movie. Okay. Okay. So, at the beginning, it's in the trailer. They want to be good for the environment, but it's electric cars. And to quote the movie in 2011, electric cars are quote unquote kind of gay. So they're working I mean, that, on that something. They're they're working on something 
to make the cars sound loud and manly Eagles. like trucks sound. So it makes their cars sound tough. So they know that there's men driving. That, 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 that is that's, not the that's plot their of the job. Movie. That's, that's not their the job. That's, the not the oh, okay. that's not the plot. That's their job, but it's it features heavy sure. in the trailer. That's Do not fun. look yet. Stop. Okay. So um, I, I can't remember who it is, if it's Vince or Kevin, but one of them witnesses the other's wife cheating on them. Okay. And then the dilemma is whether or not they tell them. Mm. Okay. That sucks. But are you ready? Oh, I don't like that. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, Look I'm at ready. me, guys. Look at me. I'm guys. looking. I'm looking. Directed by Academy Award winner Ron Howard. <laughs> see like i look at this movie poster and no movie has ever existed less in my mind than the dilemma starring vince vaughn and kevin james it just looks like a movie that exists on a tv show like i'm gonna guess from that poster that vince vaughn is the one who saw kevin yeah, james's he's wife got his, he's, got his right. hands he's doing on his head and he's the, like i don't know what i'm the classic do. surrender cobra is what they mm -hmm. call sports fans in that pose and then kevin james is uh in just blissful ignorance just he's got smiling, a big old smiling. smile on his face yeah. thinking about how manly trucks are um i will concede that probably girl with dragon tattoo is better than that movie do you, do you want to uh, hear the rest of the cast? Winona Ryder, Jennifer Connelly, Channing Tatum. Never mind. Tifa. If it's got the Connelly, that movie rules. I got to see it. Yeah, sounds bad. Here's the thing about Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. has a queer character in it. Yep, it does. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Can okay. I, I, I just want to toss <laughs> this question fine. out there. I do not know the answer. Has there been another movie we've covered with a queer character in it? Throughout the entire history of the podcast? Yeah. I mean, you really only have to go back two or Eight. three years. <laughs> Hey, we watched Brokeback Mountain. We watched, <laughs> watched Brokeback Mountain, and we also watched that uh, Razzie movie where uh, yes. the twist was that, that Color girl of Night. was trans. Yeah. Yes, Color of Night. Um, oh, I forgot about that. I mean, I didn't say it was good representation, but no. yeah, it's been queer characters. Yeah, we're not counting good. We also like sort of have Jennifer's Body and Scott sure. Pilgrim yeah. and... yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are you talking about, Mark? Okay. You know what? Black I take it. Swan. Um, yeah. I I take it. I take it all back. But not a, not, not a not a ton, I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, we saw Fellowship of the Ring, all the Lord of the Rings films. You could definitely make the, the argument. argument could be made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not in the page and a half that Chad's read so far. Though. <laughs> That's right. Check out my other podcast, Lord of the Rings Sentence, only I on podcast. I hate it. I want to talk about a book that I've read the whole thing of, and it is Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I love, I watched an episode of Sherlock last night, which are basically like movies because they're very long. Yeah. I just fucking love mysteries, guys. I like it when, I like it, I, I, I truly am obsessed, obsessed in this movie when Daniel Craig's trying to figure out the mystery and he fucking wears his glasses on his chin love it the way he like wears his glasses yeah, when he's like okay. contemplating yeah. he's like huh 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 like it's so good yeah um i i think david venture i love i love when david venture does mysteries um mine hunter goat seven, seven um i mean gone girl which we will be talking about here's um, Okay, I do need to see Gone Girl. That is a blind spot for me. And I need to see Zodiac, which is another 
masterpiece. Uh, Th- those are my two big Fincher blind spots. I don't think Zodiac is um, as good as this or Gone Girl, but that's kind of a hot take of mine. Cool. Uh, I agree with you. Um, I think Gone Girl is maybe this is my hot take. I think Gone Girl may be his best movie. So I would say from what I've seen, the social network is his best movie. Oh shit. Yeah, maybe it's that. And, yeah, no, it is. It is. <laughs> but Gone Girl's close. I would also say that I don't think Fincher has made a bad movie ever. I think he's a good filmmaker. I think he's the most overrated filmmaker of all time. Really? That's not true. I that's just, not just true. feel like every movie, I'm just like, fine. Yeah, it's good. Yes, yes, good, but best ever? Social Network, best ever? That's how I feel. I feel like a crazy person. And I know that you guys think Social Network is incredible. Yeah. You guys like this one a lot. I'm like, yeah, it's good. It's fine. I don't know. I, I that's, think that's that my, he is that's my opinion on I think that he's in a nutshell. A little more style than substance for your taste. Um probably. But even like his like, style, I'm kind of like I, there were times in this movie where I was like where like he had some Hitchcock influences and some like yeah. intense, like uh not really chase scene, but like the hiding mm-hmm. in the house scene, kind of a kind of cat and mouse. Um, yeah. stuff like that though, where I'm like, yeah, that rules. That's good. There are two chase scenes that maybe combined take up a minute of screen time that make me want him to make a full action movie one day. That's the thing. I think he's best in his kind of like populist blockbuster mode where he takes like the fucking airport novel that everyone is reading and like mm-hmm. adapts. That's and, Gone like, Girl. That's Girl and Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and like, Seven has that vibe, even though it's mm-hmm. not literally that. Yeah. Um, Fight Club is different. Fight Club is very Club's a like different. a specific um, type of novel. But I, man, listen, everyone's taste is different, but it's it's hard for me to stomach that he's the most over, overrated when I there's just, so many people when, like when that. Mm. When, there's just so many other directors where, where that like, I feel comes like it's from is how often I hear his movies like Fight Club, like Social Network, uh, in the greatest of all time category where I'm just like, no, I mean, I'm not going to say it's a bad movie, but like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Greatest of all time. That's more what I mean. Uh, And this one just kind of falls in line with like, yes, it's about as good as, it's almost as good as Social Network. It's about that level. It's it's fine. Gave it three stars on Letterboxd. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. I just... Wes Anderson exists and other directors yeah. that I like, I, 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 I definitely think are way. Do enough people put his, like his movies in the greatest movie of all time? Category? Yes. People base their entire personalities after yeah, Wes people, Anderson. Yeah. But I feel like the Wes Anderson fans are all like, Oh, it's not for everybody. Like they, they at least they're annoying about it, but they have that like dissonance where they're not like, no, this is the best. This one right here. This is the best. Who's another if, overrated director, Mark? Help me out. I mean, Quentin Tarantino, I would say. Yes. Is, is, he's very good. I think he's better, I think there's I think a difference better filmmaker between than Fincher. But... Overrated and has annoying fans. Yeah. Well, uh, there definitely is. But, um, um, but I don't think David Fincher is overrated. I don't know. I, like, I don't guys, think David Fincher has annoying fans. I also put, don't think he's overrated. You guys but, put right. Mank on the pickies list. The Oscars liked Mank. And it was just like, it's just because it's a David Fincher movie, I feel like. Because it wasn't that good. No, because it doesn't feel like a David Fincher movie almost at all. It's one of his like 
yeah, like lesser movies to me. But I think his really name good. attached to it tricked a lot of people into thinking it was better than it was. I don't think it's not Chad, I don't even know what that means. You're you're acting like Fincher think... is like an Oscar darling, the director of Fight Club, the Oscar darling. He's had like, two movies nominated for Best Picture ever. Yeah, which is sure. like more than some people. He also but... hasn't directed that many movies. A handful. He's been directing like, for like 20 11 years. Or 12. Yeah. Uh, it's not been that many. It's been like, here we go, Alien, Alien three, or Alien three, yeah, The Game, Fight Club, uh, Seven, uh, Zodiac, Benjamin Button, Social Network. Oh, you know Button. what? Three three nominees. Forgot about Benjamin Button. Um, Social Network, Gone Girl, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, Mank. Uh, there's one I forgot. Panic Room. Panic Room, which is the, the one I haven't seen. I said the game. He's made eleven okay, movies. So I think. Eleven. I've seen yeah. nine. Um. All right. I don't know. That's just my. That's just my opinion. I mean, on him. I think I need to. I think he's I good. Mean, I agree. He's good. It's just like I just. Geez, I truly. How many just, times do I have to hear about him in the best ever conversation? Uh, at least one more time, because I truly think he is one of the best leading I, directors. I do suspect that Gone Girl will be like precisely my shit. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. that. I, I've been wanting to watch it for a long time. I just haven't gotten around to it. One but, of the most perfectly cast movies of all. Time. Well, Chad, let it, me ask you this. this. Insane. This is the third time we've talked about Fincher after Social Network and Seven. Where mm. does this rank among those for you? Um, I think it's the bottom of those three. Really? Yeah, I think it's Social Network Seven than this. I like is, this. I would than agree, seven. but I love it. I like seven more, but this rules. I think this is fine. I think it's a little long and more boring than it needed to be. Uh, the first twenty minutes and the last twenty minutes are like kind of perfect, unnecessary. Oh, no, I think they're, that they're, they're, uh, no, they're so good. I had to turn on the dang subtitles about twenty minutes That's in because I couldn't understand a word anybody was saying. I mean, I just uh, leave those suckers on. Yeah. They're Swedish. No, that it's oh god. See, this is the thing. If if this movie if it if it was approached now, David Fincher would have done it as a Netflix show, just straight up. That's what it would have been from the beginning, um, because there is Maybe. so much there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like after reading the book and stuff, like because all of the Millennium Magazine and the investigation and that, like all of that stuff, I love. I could see why Chad and. Others would be like, well, but that's not like, the main mystery. So why do we need it? I get yeah. it. If you're gonna make I a movie, make a movie. I don't know. It's just it was it just it took me a while to realize what the movie was, and then 20 minutes in, they're like, all right, here's the mystery, and I was like, what about the disgrace? Journalist? Yeah, we're just not gonna talk. And about then it, it takes okay. like sure takes like 30 more minutes for the two characters to meet up. I mean, yeah. I no, that that's fully uh, an hour and 10 minutes in to the yeah. movie. I mm -hmm. I kind of love it. <laughs> that structurally of like having these two characters on their own thing and then they converge in the in the middle. I like that structurally. It's just like yeah. I don't know. I felt like I, I couldn't get my footing on what this movie was. And then like at the end, I was like, oh, okay, so mystery solved. Let's swap things up now, right? And then I'm like, what is happening? What is this movie about? I don't know well, what I'm watching. What they've the got to actually get like payment for the the mystery being solved 
Um, they and have they to don't really wrap everything get up. True payment, like he, they do all this mystery, but they do and it get revenge. Well, no, 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 Mark. Because if you remember when they go to Christopher Plummer, what he had on the guy who fucked Daniel Craig over ended up being nothing. But Lisbeth get, gets revenge anyway, right? And that's that's what you need. It's like everything they did for their selfish reasons end up being nothing, but because they found each other, I don't know. I I just again, this comes from me truly loving this specific kind of story and specific kind of genre. It's very The Killing. It's very um, Mayor of Town is pretty adjacent to this where there's just so much extra shit that's just not relevant to the main mystery, but it's just world building and texture building and stuff. Um, I just, I- I'm so in the bag for this kind of stuff. I really, I've never read the other two books in this trilogy. They're pretty good. They're, they're um, more about the mag. The magazine remains important, which is why Joel Kinnaman is in this for two seconds because his character is more important in later stories. Gotcha. Um, I think that's, for whatever reason, I didn't know that like the Daniel Craig character was in the other books. Which is in every book. I assumed it was just Lizbeth and the other ones just because of the Claire Foy made me think. Hey, the the Michael character, he's in that movie as well, just played by a different guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's not in in a ton. Uh, A Swedish guy. Um, I not not the one from the Swedish versions of the movie, but um, yeah, a, a Swedish actor. Every once in a while, I get tempted to watch the Swedish trilogy. I've just seen the first one. It's not curiosity. bad. It's pretty yeah. solid. I mean, Numi Rapace, that's that's where we got her from, is those movies. And then she goes on to be in Sherlock 2 and Prometheus and is now a lamb. What if what if a woman ha- had a lamb for a baby? By Sherlock 2, oh, do you mean yeah, the yeah, second episode of Sherlock? Or do you mean Game of Shadows? Game of Shadows. Okay. <laughs> she's, she's the girl in that who isn't. Who would call an episode of a TV show like I, mean, I love they're Parks and basically, They're basically <laughs> movies, though. They are. I mean, they really I are. I, but with Sherlock, it is different. But because like, they're like know. hour and a half yeah. and stuff. I just, I guess I watched Sherlock 6 last night. Um, I don't know. I just, man, this is so my shit. I don't know. Like, I, I love that the mystery, I always forget exactly how the mystery works. I mean, this time, because I had seen it, fairly recently i remembered a lot of the big pieces like i mean are we we're gonna do spoilers i assume that's what we normally do yeah it's seven years old (laughs) i remembered that the girl like escaped and of course i know that the evil looking motherfucker is a bad guy um but i forgot that like she was the sister girl that that we saw earlier i also forgot and when that got revealed i was like oh fuck that was a fun twist yeah um, and I mean, it's Stellan Skarsgård. He is the, he's 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 the most famous person in the movie who isn't the guy who hired Daniel Craig. Which that is always how you determine who the killer is. I mean, most I mean, look often, at Knives yeah. Out. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like definitely. Speaking of Knives Another Out. Christopher Plummer. Uh, Daniel, Daniel Craig, Craig detective outing. movie. Can, yeah. we, um, can we just sit for a second and just imagine the characters swapping places? I mean, yeah, I would rather see the Knives Out guy go through this this movie. But can you imagine this guy solving the Knives Out movie? Worst movie. I wouldn't want to watch that movie. Why would I watch that movie? 
The thing is, like, th- watching this movie made me so mad we didn't get the sequels with Craig in them because I yeah. love him in this movie. And Rooney Mara <laughs> is also so good in this movie. She's very good. I mean, star making um, because Nightmare on Elm right. Street didn't do it for her. <laughs> right. Well, and, like, they knew that this would be such a big role that, like, every actress you've ever heard of around this age was, mm-hmm. like, uh, Eva Green, Anne Hathaway, Scarlett Johansson, Keira Knightley, Jennifer Lawrence, Carrie Mulligan, Elliot Page, Natalie wow. Portman, Leah Sadu, Vanessa Hudgens, Sarah Snook, Kristen Stewart, Mia Wazikowski, Emma, Emma Watson, Ever Rachel Wood. Everyone wanted to play this role. And like the fact that they cast Rennie Mara was a good call because absolutely it was a, an unknown. Um, relatively, she hadn't really been in anything before. Well, she was in right? Social Network. Yeah, she was on social network. Which is why she was in it for two seconds. Five seconds, yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think, I mean, it's one of those things where I remember the thing being at the time, like, oh my gosh, we've never had a performance or a character like this. And I do think that Kristen Stewart could have done it. Of all of those people, I think that Kristen Stewart is the best option there. Uh, I think a lot of them could have done at least as good a job as Rooney Mara did. I mean, she's transformative in this but i feel like a lot of that is hair and makeup and costume I, you know what i mean, I mean like it's, the way she's, she's got the accent though which yeah, daniel yeah. which craig does not but is craig even trying to do an accent no i don't think so supposed to be swedish but he is not trying <laughs> he just sounds like himself to me in this movie yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah okay um, um i think that like the way that she's so like cold and quiet and like she almost feels like if someone was like, yeah, she's on the autism spectrum, I'd be like, yeah, of course. She I is. think that's the, sort of the idea without them really doing and in, going into it. Yeah. And yeah, also, I, I mean, she's also just lived through years of abuse. I mean, like the yes. foster system. I mean, I don't know anything about the foster system in Sweden, but, you know, foster systems mm. are normally kind of a rough place to live. I mean, read any book about it, so any orphanage. On right. that topic. Yeah. This movie was wildly unpleasant to watch. Um, in a couple of scenes, yeah, uh, really wanted the camera to cut away and it just refused to. Well, the movie and is so, about like abuse of, of women, women. Yeah. yeah, and and getting revenge for that and kind of you know diving into that and like the history I need of all you of to this help. stuff. I mean, they that say has been covered up, they say specifically, I need you to help me catch a killer of women, yes. like, and that's you know. why she's like so on board. Because right. she kind of wanted nothing to do with it until that line, which right. I get. I just, God, at what point does it become too much? Is like a genuine question I'm asking because I, I don't, I don't know that. I mean, maybe a line was crossed here, maybe it wasn't. For me personally, as a viewer, I, mean, I wanted to turn the damn TV off because I was like, or at least skip ahead uh, in two scenes. I think. I mean, ultimately, every your mileage is going to vary on it. But I yeah. think this this movie is very aware of it. I don't think it. I think it is holding the exact time it needs to, which is why, yeah. especially because in the follow up to that scene, it's revealed that Rooney has filmed the whole thing and she plays it yeah. again. Like it is meant to be like. She, like she is having to sit in this trauma you're sitting in the trauma a bit um and then like 
Yeah, she's I don't able know. to like turn it into a victory, even though it's like the worst. Well, but but fucking... she has that line where she's like, "I didn't think you were going to do that." Yeah, um, you know, she like... thought it would be another blowjob. Which the blowjob right. scene too was like at, at that point, I was awful. like. I was like, oh God, this is what people were talking about at the time. This is so bad. I agree. I don't like watching this. And then the next scene happened and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. I can see. I Because I remember the conversation around the release of this movie was all about that. Like, like how do you represent that on screen in a, right. in a you know, and reasonable I don't think way? I think that, I don't think it's anything that like we could talk about specifically. I mean, just because like we have not been through that so like what it's like for us watching it is like oh that seems uncomfortable as opposed to like is it triggering a trauma response from any of us i, I mean i, I think so i think any piece of it would be triggering to somebody you know what i mean like, yeah i but i think yeah, like even just it, the suggestion when he says like i gave you something you give me something right could, could yeah. trigger a person who's gone through something before but you I even get to anything absolutely the, yeah the scene is like similar to me to the promising young woman scene um, where you are really like sitting in the misery and, and it's it's mm-hmm. kind of the point like um, yeah I don't know but I also think that it's like you can contrast that scene with when her and Daniel Craig have sex where it's Very like much, it's yeah. clear that she's found a man maybe for the first time that she's like comfortable around yeah. and like wants to be sexual around Right. And it's like such a such a change in her attitude when like I forget what happens before that scene. Um, yeah, but I like, didn't really know why she was into him all of a sudden. I'm sure it's better in the book and everything, but like it was it felt like kind of. Oh, OK. I think that I mean, I, <laughs> I think part of it is, is just that like they've been living together and he yeah. has made no passes at her. Right. Um, and also, I think that he gets shot yeah. and she like takes care of him in right. like a weird reverse casino royale. Yeah. Um, I think I, it's a bit like he respects her fully for her mind and is not like actively like, yeah, trying to go after her. I think it's that kind of stuff. Right. I, I, I think, guess. I don't know. I, I, I think that the, the like journey she goes on from like apprehensive of everyone she meets to like actually kind of developing feelings for Daniel Craig is like really interesting and which is why the final scene rules I mean I I agree I do kind of wish that they that's a plot like it it always kind of annoys me when it's like oh there's these two people who are like working well together and now they're suddenly in love yeah Um, but I think that it works better in this because of where she's coming from but but I think the ending of well it didn't work out obviously he was going to come back and get with his traditional even though it's not that traditional because she's married and they're having an affair but he's going to get back with robin wright like and there's not a world for her type of person in his you know literary upper crust swedish world and that's how the movie ends with her like driving away i think that's so good like i mean the movie's not it's bleak the movie's very bleak Yep. Um, it ends with her dri- her driving away and throwing the very expensive leather jacket in a dumpster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the thing I was wondering like why while watching this, and I think I have an answer, but I still was just not entirely sure. Why not, you know, they've already had the Swedish movies and you're making the US remake of it. Mm-hmm. Why not like set it in New York or something? Why keep it in Sweden? Hmm. 
that's um, like, well there's the there's the nazi world war ii like uh yeah it all which, that was interesting i had forgotten about those pieces i mean that's like the that's like the movie i don't know like i, I feel I, like i do feel like that makes it uh intrinsic to at least europe um yeah i feel like I you have to yeah, go ahead, Mark. I also think that it being cold and on an island is a big thing. <laughs> yeah. So like yeah, they, it could be New York and Alaska, I guess. Um, right. But I also just like I, I like that it's Swedish. I, yeah. I, and I, I, I was thinking about like the foster system and the ward specifically system, her being an adult who like someone else. Yes. control their money i was like that does i don't think we have a hey Cody, have you heard that? of britney spears okay but that's it's diff it's different but it was also even father, from not the state even from their like swedish perspective it was like strange when michael found out that she was like a ward he was like you're like she was what, still 24 years old and you're still a ward yeah. Like that's right. weird. So and she's a ward of the state specifically. Yeah. And I like so that's that's yeah. the difference. But yeah, the, those were kind of the things. Um yeah, I don't know. The Nazi thing you could have like made mm. them, I don't know, they had KKK affiliations. You just needed to know that they <laughs> did not right. agree politically. Like it's like yeah, you the definitely villain wasn't could. a villain because they were a Nazi, they just were also a Nazi. Well, but the the, the <laughs> anti-Semitic part also plays in when they realize that oh, all of, that's right. that's all of right. the women that's are right. Jewish. Jewish. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I forgot that was a component. The biblical I mean, you certainly stuff. could adapt something and just like take a lot of liberties and like still make this mystery work and have the same basic right. bones. You could make the American but version of it. But like, I, I feel think like that if you're adapting you're... a novel, yeah, you want to stick with some of their uh temples it is smart enough to keep all of the the novel stuff yeah it's very it's very close to the novel um like very very like shockingly close to it there's Mm. not many changes really um yeah um it uh, venture loves his like biblical murderers huh yeah there's the seven deadly sins in seven, and then there's and then uh, these Levitical laws that he's, uh, yeah. They're so crazy. I, I I love that. Like when Stellan Skarsgård takes over for his dad, like when they're like trying to figure out those murders, they're like, it sort of seems like he'd lost the plot a little bit. Like he is just <laughs> kind of like murdering, and then after the fact, like figuring, you know, I don't know. And then Fincher also did uh, Zodiac, which is, um, as we know, about Ted Cruz, and he was—he's a Christian, so ah, that's another, right, you know. right. Um, I I also like that Daniel Craig doesn't really solve the mystery fully. Like he gets a little suspicious of Stellan, and then he gets trapped in the and then basement. He's just there, yeah. And then he's there, whereas like um, Lisbeth does figure it out. Like he gets yeah. close, but like Lisbeth figures it out and it's like oh fuck i do think um, i mean that's like my favorite part of the movie is like that whole sequence of him like hiding through the house and then Skarsgård sees him through the window and invites him in all the way down to the basement where he's like it's a good the, sequence the, the monologue about like you'd rather like not offend me than yeah. be hurt and it's like right. yeah that's true like i yeah. probably would have come in for a drink too because I- I feel weird, you know? I mean, it's very human thing. It's Uh just so funny how Daniel Craig is like running away, slips and falls, and Mm -hmm. gets up and is like, huh? Oh, hey. hey. Out out for a walk. Yeah, yeah, out for a walk. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
have you guys seen uh the push it's this uh um yeah, netflix, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. on it's the yes. netflix special with like darren Gr- it, it almost reminded me of that where like yeah. just a, a little suggestion in like a social situation can make you do something like insane that you shouldn't do yeah um it's very good mark you should watch it if you haven't uh cool. yeah Darren um, Chris is the na- guy's name. Who, yeah, like, Darren. Who, yeah, Darren Che. No, Darren Chris. Chris, or no, Chris. No, it's not Darren Chris. That's the Glee guy. Darren oh. Chris is from Glee. I was okay. To say. What is this guy's name? Darren. It's something that phonetically sounds similar. Uh, the push. Darren Piss. <laughs> the push. The the basement scene reminds me of like a a, a Bond scene though, and I, it's not just Definitely. because it's it's Daniel it's, Craig, uh, but it's like Darren Brown is his name. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Brown, Chris. Darren. Chris Brown. I got Darren, right? Um, oh, Chris Brown. That's that was it. Darren Brown. But like Darren, Chris, Chris Brown. Him being like locked and tied in like the villain's lair and the villain like monologuing at him yeah. is like and, just extremely Bond. And also, yeah. he is James Bond. So yeah. also another... he is James Bond. Yeah. Well, yeah, but... and the the opening title sequence is very Bond esque, but yeah, like that was... through the yep. like nine inch nails lens. That was a cool sequence. Nine Inch Nails, Black Sabbath, Karen O. It was was an immigrant song. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Which that's Led Zeppelin, not Black Sabbath. Yeah. Oh, my bad. It's the Zep. Get my 70s early hard rock mixed up. My bad. Uh, This movie uses immigrant song way better than Thor Ragnarok does. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like, uh, yeah. Thor Ragnarok just uses it on a very surface level kind of. And it uses it twice in a weird way. I remember like the trailer uh, Does it for use it, it twice? It, yes, it uses mm. it like in the beginning and That's the right. end. That's right, yeah, because it's when he's kicking ass at the in hell, basically, and then yeah. when he's on the bridge. And they do it, it again, again, and then I was like, like, that's one of the weird things where when the trailer came out, I was like, okay, cool, and then mm. they dropped it in the movie, and I was like, guys, I don't think you can. Though. Yeah, I feel like it would have been perfectly used if it was just that opening sequence and then yeah why not thunderstruck by acdc i mean that feels i know <laughs> I, would I that just, have been too cringe though i don't know will we all I be just, rolling our eyes at thunderstruck i think this movie did it and did it like so iconically because mm-hmm. it was in the trailer it was the opening credit sequence it also cover is a is a cover and like nine inch nails covering led zeppelin makes a ton of sense yeah um and Karen O as like the this you the know vocalist, the, the yeah. vocalist the the kind of screamy thing is so good so when and would, the whole movie takes place in the lane device and snow yeah so would Halsey be the one who does it now Mark no it'd be Rina Samayama who you don't listen to so I, I do though I know her music. And also, I'm listening to that Halsey album. <laughs> that was going to be the big reveal oh, of this episode. Yeah. Mark has been trying to get me to listen to it. And I listened to about half of it because I'm on the way home for work. And I think it's good. It's good. Uh, the Nine Inch Nails, the two people in Nine Inch Nails who also did Atticus the Ross and Trent Reznor, yes. Produced a Halsey album, which rules. Mm. I was listening to some of their Watchmen soundtrack today. And I was yes. like, fuck so very good very good musicians like dark music but it's yeah it's really great um do we want to check some capes do we have anything else to talk about okay i'm ready for i'm ready for the cape check okay we've got robin wright from wonder woman there you go we've got stellan skarsgard from the thor movies thor one and thor two and and, uh avengers Avengers and avengers ultron 
Oh yeah. yeah, he's in Ultron as well. I forgot yep. he's in Ultron. Uh, we've got Joel Kinnaman from Suicide Squad. Yes, we do. Yes. Um, and we've got Daniel Craig has not been in a no. super. We went through this during crazy. <laughs> has not. It, I mean, he's been That's doing so Bond insane. for so long. I think he's, mm-hmm. he was trying to avoid. They right. should cast him as like an choice. older like villain or hero. He would be so Ooh, good. He'd be a fun villain. Has he done villain before? Uh, yeah, there? I think so. I mean, well, when he was younger, his Bond is kind of an anti-hero. So, but not, yeah. he's not a villain. He's. I mean, clearly the villains of that movie they look like villains they got scars on their face and stuff like that i don't know uh, i think he could play villainous because like yeah i'd like to his, see it. his bond specifically can get like really like asshole and like very like bad person i don't know it's a mm-hmm. good performance but yeah i think he could be villain. um okay who how, else how many more do we have to go is christopher Plummer and in- um the other ones i do not think you will get the the Electra from the Daredevil Defenders show is in this. No way. Yeah. She oh, is. She, she was a very small part. And when she is the girl, she's the girl who hooks up with Lisbeth. That's right. That That's, is Electra. Yeah, yeah. I completely, I was like, she looks familiar, I guess, just from this movie. And I moved on. <laughs> uh, Rooney Mara's not been in anything. I guess that makes sense. No. But Joaquin's in Joker, so maybe he'll mm. commit. Uh, what if they cast her as Harley? Um, the Joker. Be... That's annoying. <laughs> that sucks. I'm already so annoyed. One of one of the detectives, I think the detective of like the old cases, is on the council in the Winter Soldier. Okay. okay. Um, there's there's some dude in this was oh the guy that hired Salander is in the Electra movie, but most surprisingly. Um. Uh. What? Who does what she is play? With this movie being this? tied to Electra properties. Ah, that's weird. Oh, Michael's sister is Barry Parker in The Amazing Spider-Man One and Two. Huh? Oh, okay. He's, she's Spider-Man's mom, the super spy. Uh, when do we see Michael's sister in this movie? Uh, when remember. he is at her house and gets the call about the job. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Um, cool. I want to also go ahead and tell you that she's in Schindler's, Schindler's List. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Great. So, yeah, there's there's the alumni yeah. check. I we think also have everyone... Daniel Craig from yep. Tintin. We also have Rooney Mara from The Social Network. We also have David Fincher from The Social Network. Um, and we seven. also And seven. Um, have Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross from Social Network. Oh, I didn't. I, I didn't know we were doing. <laughs> we no, we don't need yeah. to do composers because we have so much John Williams or Hans Zimmer. Um, Joel Kinnaman is not in anything else. Robin mm. Wright could have been. Oh, Forrest Gump. Forrest yeah. Gump. That's got to be it, right? Nope. There's one oh. more actor. Someone Stella. obvious or someone who's a stretch. Someone that we've already talked about. Stellan Skarsgård is probably in something we've talked about. No. Okay. Uh, Christopher okay. Plummer is not that I know of. He is. I'm, I'm he nodding like yes. Shakespeare in love or the. Be- it's something about a mind and it's beautiful. Beautiful mind. Is he in that? I don't remember. Yeah. That's what Wikipedia said. Um, right. I believe it. And Cody. Was he doing you know a who- bad accent like uh, Russell Crowe was? <laughs> Um, do we know who wrote this movie? Uh, I don't actually. I don't Steve know. Zalian, who wrote 
fucking I know the name. Just tell me. Schindler's List. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. Mm. And Moneyball. He's like a, a big Hollywood kind of yeah, go-to writer. Gotcha. He's a good writer. So this movie made two hundred and thirty-nine point three million dollars. That's a lot on for a an ninety million movie. budget. That is it a is. lot for an R. Why movie. the fuck did we not get a sequel? Uh, I have an answer for that. MGM makes every wrong decision about yeah. franchises, whether yeah. it's continue making something or uh, not. I no. have another. I have another answer for that. Um, David Fincher is a perfectionist right. and will mm. take, you know, 20 years to make. His I just decision. don't know. And, and I guess like Craig and Mara oh, only want so, it to be attached to Finch. I have another oh, answer. Wait. Um, We do. Oh, and it's bad. That's right. Well, but it, but it happened hard. way later. That's not even what I'm yeah, talking about. No, but yeah. I think it's that, also like, not that bad. It's I think that they it had is. it on the books, kicked it down the line for long enough that they were like, okay, we'll just do it without Fincher and without Daniel Craig, who's in James Bond, and without Rooney Mara, who's like busy. You can just cut a girl's hair and put makeup on her. To Claire Foy's like pretty same. good as Lizbeth. She's honestly. a good actor. Yeah. Um, is, it just is this a little new one the spider's web does that yeah. stand alone completely is it like a reboot or is it a sequel it's a sequel of sorts you don't necessarily need to know a ton but i That's mean it's so is, fascinating that it is a sequel it is a sequel yeah whoa i Again, didn't realize like, that. i thought it was a reboot no well, it's not a reboot wow it's a sequel but based on like the fourth or fifth book it's, right? it's based what? on the fourth book yes yes and this one is based on the first one Yes, so yes. it skips wow. it skips the quote unquote millennium trilogy, which Mike was more involved in. And uh, it is this one's definitely way more about Lizbeth and her backstory and stuff like that. Gotcha. But Michael is in it for a bit. I mean, it seemed like she had made quite a few advancements in her torturing bad men uh MO in yeah. that movie based on the trailer alone. She like had some like big contraption or some shit. Yeah, that's a good scene. Uh it was just which I remember thinking about that trailer when we're starting this movie and I was like, man, she really ups her game <laughs> later yeah, down the yeah. road. She really makes a habit of this and gets yeah. very good at it. So this has an 87 on Rotten Tomatoes, 3.8 on Letterboxd. Uh, was nominated for Best Actress, Best Cinematography, Best Sound Editing, Best Sound Mixing, and it won Best Film Editing, which makes some sense. Um, so now it's the time. I didn't realize it had an actress nomination. That yeah, is it was a call. huge performance. Like it was like the talk of the town. Um, and it didn't get a best director. I don't think Fincher got a best director nomination until Mank. No, he got one for Social Network. He got one for Social Network. Um, okay, he just doesn't have a win yet, which feels fucked up. Is this movie better than Tree of Life? I'll start. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tree of Life is transcendent. It's beautiful. Uh, it's happy. It's sad. It's, uh, it, it is just, uh, I'm just watching beautiful cinema. And this is good. It's like a mystery and there's some extra stuff and it's fine. The Tree of Life is a masterpiece. So I think that that's better. Cody, I am a, I'm, I'm going to let you go next. Mm, suspense boy a girl with a dragon tattoo is better um i mean if we're picking with our hearts and movies that i like to watch which girl with a dragon tattoo one has dinosaurs in it though 
I don't care. This you one barely even see the dragon. Crimes. You barely even see the dragon. That's true. This. You, you see, get a, see the dragon. You get a big look at the at those dinosaurs. You have people solving crimes in this one. I don't know. This is way more the type of shit. You know, I like colorful, bright animation, and I love really dark crime mysteries. Like those, <laughs> those are truly the things I like most. And this is a, such a well executed version of it. I do think Fincher is one of my favorite directors pretty easily and i think this movie absolutely slaps i used to be a little colder on it as part of his oeuvre but it's 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 up there for me it's really great it rules however it's not it has as a moose good. steak it has a moose steak in it they eat uh no steak. cody fincher doesn't make any mistakes uh. <laughs> hey that's a good joke right there yeah but it goes into my theory that he's overrated to say that he doesn't make any mistakes but he's, go he's he is just like known for being a perfectionist will yeah, like yeah, yeah. fix it, like it. one pixel of lighting in one frame if he it was it. it was funny i thank you um i want to go with tree of life uh a movie that i would have picked for my pick if chad had not a gorgeous movie makes me feel good about life makes me think about mm-hmm. god and life and nature and grace and nature um, I said nature twice. And also I, grace. And also grace. And God. and nature. And nature. Um, and life. Very, very good movie. Uh, three good movies we have picked this year. This year we have picked three movies, one of which is nominated for an Oscar, and three of which were better than most of the movies nominated for an Oscar. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Um, that's, I, I, I'm fine with this decision. It, it will become my life's mission to not let this decision go much further, but um, it will become my tree of life's mission uh, to stop you from that. I don't know. I, I we'll see. I it's got to go up against y'all are just going to say social network is better and I'm going to be a little annoyed. Yeah, we're just going to say that we're just going to give our opinion on what we think is better. We're just going to do that. Look, Chad, as long as we're not making you pick between two venture movies. Thank God. But that's an easy decision. It's social network because that movie's pretty good. It's it's very good. Uh, But yeah, this movie's good. I just like I've I've been very cold on it, but it's good. It's it's if if we ended up with Tree of Life as our best movie of all time, don't care what people think about us. Don't care what people think about us. No, I care about what I think about us, and I would think that would be the most phony bullshit of all time if that ends up being our winner. Is uh, the truth? It is a good movie though, and we do all like it, but it would still read very funny to me um i gotta watch this voyage of time uh, a little update for the listeners uh the documentary version of the movie came in literally as soon as we sat down to record so i haven't had a chance to test it out and see if it's uh what's the term for uh region, region locked region locked yeah uh it's all in french all of these yes. um like descriptions on the back of the blu-ray case so i am worried that it won't yeah. play on my player. Hey, Chad, where can people hey. find you and what are you looking forward to? You can find me at Chad A. Oliver across all social media platforms. And what am I looking forward to? I had it in my head and I've lost it. Um, I really did have it in my head and I'm really annoyed at myself for forgetting what it was. Uh, Venom. That's what it was. Venom, let there be carnage. Is that actually coming out? I thought, I thought yes. it got delayed. It got pushed it got October 1st up. or October 2nd. You know what? First week of October. 
Good for it. I'm so, very proud of it. I am a man. Oh, who fuck. Likes- I got to watch the first bit. My wife's never seen it. I need to make a note of that. I'm a man who likes the Tree of Life, and I'm also a man who likes Venom and a, Carnage. A bad movie. So, but it's yeah, fine. it's a bad movie, but I like it. I don't. I, really get you don't. A, I get never you a got it. Can do both. I, I I truly have not understood the like Venom love, but I will watch this one. It's fun. I don't know. Uh, Mark, Lays down in a lobster tank. Um, well, it's bad. Uh, you can find me at Wallington Mark on all social media platforms. Um, and, you know, I woke up this morning and got myself a gun. I'm looking forward to Many Saints of Newark. That, Chad, that's the, yeah, the I know, lyrics a... to the theme song of The Sopranos. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Gotcha. Um, I got to watch all of The Sopranos before that, huh? Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Does, so does Cody. Yeah, I've not, um, not seen that movie in theaters. Can not wait. I love cool. The Sopranos. They're my best friends. And you, you can find me at... People. Cody Lunsford underscore on Twitter and Instagram at Cody Lunsford on Letterboxd. You can listen to my other show. We need to talk about Spider-Man. We were, we will be very shortly covering Spider-Man Homecoming, the first of our MCU Spideys. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to, I'm not going to say Dear Evan Hansen. No, none of us are looking forward to that. I'm going to see it, but I'm not like. You know what, Cody? I'm going to say it now. I'm not going to see it. Yes, that, that surprises me, Mr. 0.5 movies a week. Um uh, I'm looking forward Look, can, to, to can I can I be honest with you real quick? What my wife has admitted this to me yesterday that yeah. um she feels like she may have gone a little overboard now that we've gotten out of lockdown to uh over scheduling herself. Yes. yes. And going to the movies is something we love to do together. And it is and a it is you a, haven't been able to go yeah like it, basically at all. It is a miracle that I got her to see Malignant last night. She did not want to go because she's been so busy all weekend long. And I was like, yeah. I have to see a movie in the movie theater, or I'm going to explode. <laughs> this has been hard for me too, Cody. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I I want to see Titan, which is it won the Palm Dior. I don't really know what it's about, it's but it's the, from the it's director. The Palm, the Palm Door. The Palm Door. Uh, it is um, from the director of Raw, which, if you guys remember, is a movie loved that I really, Raw. really loved. Raw was fun. Um, yeah, I think I'm looking forward to that. The, the Guilty is coming out, which I think me and Mark are both interested in, but not necessarily thinking which that it will the guilty? be left. So we watched the original version, Chad. I believe you did too, because it was a picky. It's um, about uh, a cop the nine one one call. Yes, the nine. Oh, okay, that movie rules. Yeah, that's a very yeah. good movie. Yes. The They're Jake Gyllenhaal and Tuan Fuqua movie. Yes, uh, it's a Netflix. And that's coming out this year, and I haven't heard of it. It's yeah. on Netflix, so you haven't heard of it. It's, it's already on October Netflix. 1st. No, oh, October first. Okay, okay. Um, so yeah, I don't know if it's got think, good reviews, I'll watch yeah. it because the premise is cool, but it's not necessarily, I don't know. Here's we'll the thing. I loved downhill, which was just the force. I know you did. Uh, what you majeure? call it? Force yeah, majeure. Force majeure. Uh, it was just that. And I haven't seen force majeure, but I saw downhill and I liked it a lot. So if it makes it more accessible to American audiences, fine. That's I think the guilt is fairly accessible. It is. It, it is, it is. I mean, it's, it's a, a lot of subtitles and also not a ton happening on screen, seeing as it's like yeah, all watching the one side of a phone call. Operator, yeah. uh, so it's just it's, reading a book. It's good. 
<laughs> yeah. No, I, I love that movie. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great. This this could be good. It could be a miscalculation. Who knows? Um, All I, right. I, I think we should also mention that Hotel Transylvania 4 Transformation is coming out. Which I Sorry, am Transformania. I just am mad. Like half of the cast is just random people doing impersonations now. And it's not directed by Gin, Ginji. Ginji. And it's going to Amazon. Like all like not great signs. I mean, it still has Andy Samberg and Selena Gomez in it. So I don't know why you're complaining. I, is Adam Sandler not attached to it anymore? Nope. They got to really? see him there. <gasps> nope. And Kevin James is out too. Weirdly, Whoa, David Spade and Steve Rashimi are still there. They're still That's there. Because the, they are not busy. Right. That the director is the director of the first three is not there anymore and he's the guy who did samurai jack and primal oh um, weird gotcha. yeah so that's kind of why i'm like eh, i don't know but anyway hey chad what's the best movie of 2011 tree of life mark what's the best movie of 2011 tree of life uh, i hate what you're doing cody what's the best picture of 2011 the best movie of 2011 is the tree of life thanks everybody for listening and remember bring your drink leave my knife Next episode on Best Pictures, we are watching The Artist, everybody's favorite movie. That's why it is available on, are you ready? Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, the Roku channel, Tubi, Pluto TV, or IMDb TV, or wherever you rent movies. Uh, uh, sorry, I thought you said fartist. I wish. What? I said, <laughs> I don't know if you heard that part, <laughs> but okay. I thought you said fartist. It's a good joke. It- It's on a lot of streaming services. If you can't watch it for free, you're not trying hard enough. So.